Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. How do you make sex safe, better, and take it to the next level? Join me for today's episode of Wisdom Talk Radio and find out. I'm Laurie Seymour, founder of the Baca Journey, mentor for those looking to connect with their own inner guidance, and of course, host of Wisdom Talk Radio. Gaia Morissette, my guest today, has dedicated her life to making the world a happier, sexier, and safer place. She is a world-renowned holistic sexual wellness specialist, BDSM wellness specialist, and a founder of Succulent Living. I love saying that. Through her her sexual wellness coaching private practice, she does indeed teach you how to make sex safe, how to make sex better, and helps you take it to the next level. Gaia's philosophy is that for true sexual wellness to happen, you must look at five aspects, play, sensuality, sexuality, exploration, and the sacred. Her book, Stop, Drop, and Wiggle, explores that first aspect, play, which is a foundation for happiness. So welcome to you, dear Gaia. We had a conversation earlier, oh dear, a couple of weeks ago, and it was so much fun that I said, I wish we were taping this now. (laughs) Sure you did. (laughs) Like, stop, I don't want to talk anymore because I want this on tape. (laughs) Okay, so we're recording it today. Welcome, Gaia. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thanks for having me, and I'm very excited about whatever kind of fun, sexy, healing adventure we're going to go on today for your audience. (laughs) (laughs) It's always magical and there's always, and it's always differently. So, you know, so we don't know what's going to come from today, but let's go. Yeah. So boy, there's so many things I want to ask you. Um, You do work that's different than certainly most people we've had on this show. Um, But sexuality, sex is such a crucial, central part of being human Mm -hmm. and and doing it well is is not something that's really very much taught. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's such an important part too of, of being conscious. It's like, how do we bring our consciousness into our sexuality? So I want to, you know, kind of paint that picture, do look at all of that, but tell me for you, I mean, what, what in your journey brought you to become a holistic sexual wellness specialist? And, you know, and that's everybody's, that's everybody's favorite question. Everybody's like, how did you end up doing your job? Yeah. Yeah. What's this really like? Yeah. Um, You know, and I, I go back to, there was this one moment in this lifetime that I said yes to my destiny. 
And it was, and I didn't realize at the moment that I was saying yes to my destiny, Mm -hmm. um, which is usually how that works. Um, But I was about 14 or 15 years old and my mother took me to a women's gathering. And I remember thinking at 14, like, and 15, I'm like, where are the boys? Like, these women are weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why did you bring me here? There's no boys here, mom. And, you know, and I always think, I always remember that feeling so strongly. And then I always giggle to myself because I became one of those women. So that's even the funnier part of story, <laughs> Of course, right? of I course. I totally became one of those women. Um, so Your I'm mom hiding. must be proud. Yes. <laughs> so I'm hiding from all these weird women, as I put them at that time, at that age. And I'm in the basement and I'm reading this book. And this woman in her late 60s, early 70s just walks into the room and blurts out, I've never had an orgasm. Now, typically, 14-year-old, 15-year-old <laughs> girls are like, ah, why are you telling me this? It's TMI. <laughs> and I remember not one part of me feeling that feeling in that moment. I was like, I remember this deep feeling of sadness come over me because I had already experienced orgasm at this point in my life already. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't imagine spending my whole life never being able to have had that experience. Mm-hmm. And so I felt so sad for her. And I was like, I put my book down and she started crying and I gave her a hug and I told her it wasn't too late. And she's like, it's too late. I'm like, no, it's never too late. And she's like, I don't have a partner. I'm like, that's okay. I'll teach you how to do it yourself. And I like taught her all about masturbation and how she could have an orgasm. And that was her right. And that she should have that. Ugh. And that moment was me saying yes. I said mm-hmm. yes to the de- my destiny. Mm-hmm. Because that after that moment, everywhere I went, people talked to me about sexuality. Even when I didn't want people to talk to me about sexuality. And it might have been sometimes troubling. (laughs) And sometimes it was troubling, and sometimes it was really irritating, and sometimes it wasn't appropriate, and sometimes Mm -hmm. it was like, I got my own stuff going on. I don't really want to know about your own your sex life. I'm trying to deal with my own relationship, you know. You were a teenager, by God. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so I basically, but I couldn't go anywhere. And, and it wasn't just about sex that people talked to me. People talked to me about their traumas and people talked about all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Once you open the door. Once I opened that door, I was like the safe containment field mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. And so I ended up fast forwarding in my life. I went to school. I did work with abused women and children. And, and then I opened a pottery and drumming teaching studio to help people heal using, you know, those modalities. And all along the way, though, sex, 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 <laughs> everywhere, right? And so finally, one day, I remember having a bath. And the universe, you know, as I like to say it, bitch slapped me because that's what it felt like. It was Mm -hmm. a very strong sense that you are done. It's time for you to step in fully. And it was time for me to close the pottery and drumming teaching studio and step in fully into being a sexual wellness specialist. And I didn't want to. There was a lot of resistance because I got a lot of privilege from being an artist. And I got a lot of cultural privilege approval and privilege and everybody was like oh you're an artist you can do whatever you want and and stuff and I didn't really want to become like the girl that talks about the thing that no one wants to talk about right I didn't really want to be the sex girl yeah we never want to be who we're supposed to be I mean not in that big big out in the in the full in full view way yeah 
And so for me, what I ended up, finally, I was like, when the universe was like, okay, and I had already learned at this point that there's the hard way and then there's the easy way, but there's the, the universe's way is nonetheless. So I can either go on the easy path or I could go on the hard path. So I just said yes. And I stepped in fully, completely. Um, and I've been doing this work for at least 10 years full time as this is what I do in the world. And, mm -hmm. and I help people heal. Um, and reclaim and explore and expand who they are um, and in a very holistic approach the mind body spirit concept well it is mind body spirit yeah. I mean that's that's part of the the dysfunction that I've seen in the world is that once we separate anything any part of ourselves from ourselves me from you, you from me, me from the outer world, one community from another community. Anytime we have that kind of separation, we have dysfunction. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so tell me a little about what you see or how you see sexual wellness. So for me, sexual wellness is moving with your sexuality and dancing. It's like, it's like dancing mm -hmm. with your sexuality. And it not being this either really scary thing or mm -hmm. this really consuming part of our, our, our you know, drive. Um, and that looking at it from those five aspects that you had mentioned in when you were giving me that introduction, mm -hmm. um, those five aspects kind of cover how do we move and dance in a conscious way, in a healthy way, in a loving way with all the aspects of human sexuality? And that human sexuality isn't just about getting off. I mean, that's a great bonus and mm -hmm. wonderful place to be. But it's at more about how our human senses, about being in our human body and all the pleasure senses that are, are given to us and, mm -hmm. and how we, um, our desires and our pleasure is strongly linked to our happiness and joy and celebration. And when we are out of whack with those things, we are out of whack with each other. And it just basically is about those really moving from that new place and perspective that sex isn't just about about having orgasms mm -hmm. but sexuality is about our creativity our passion our light our ability to manifest what we want in our lives our creativity life force energy it's about creation yes. right yep. it's about yep. all yep. that stuff and how it all intertwines and makes up who we are yeah yeah i mean i'm so glad you touched on that about this the the creativity part of that because that's exactly where i was was niggling at me as you were speaking was i want to ask you about that because for me sexuality and creativity are are so tied together it's not like we have to be sexual in order to be creative that's not what i mean at all but that those those centers um, our creative centers, one of them is our sexuality. Mm -hmm. and, and we can, we need to, I've always seen that we need to bring that energy up, you know, to the crown and be able to work with that in connection, in harmony. Mm -hmm. So how do you see that? How do you work with that? So for me, so sexual energy. So let's, let's just, let's kind of define that mm -hmm. word, right? Um, so sexual energy is the same energy as life force energy exactly yeah mm -hmm. right and we can break it down even like logistically we were all created by two people doing it 
Well, now that you say that, uh-huh. Right? So I took a sperm and an egg. And, you know, and so the act of sexual procreation and creation, it's creation. Like each one yes. of us is birth from creation. Exactly. We and are that, creation. We are creation, right? Mm -hmm. So that sexual energy, that is what sexual energy is. Mm -hmm. The core of it, you can break it down. That's what it's broken down to. And so that creation energy of life goes through everything that we are and everything that we do and everything that we want to be and everything that we want to create, right? So if we are severed from that, energetically severed from and denying the core of who we are as a creation entity, mm -hmm. then we are in complete disharmony and disconnect in every aspect of who we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can kind of put the pieces together in other aspects, but there will be always this missing piece of the puzzle. And what I've found is that when I work with people and, and, and in particular, that when we put that piece, the sexuality piece, that we heal the shame, the guilt, the trauma, the ideology, the, the dysfunction, we heal all of those things, all those wounds. Once we heal those wounds, that puzzle piece goes in and then everything gets shinier and newer and bigger and better and relationships, money, success, health, like all of it just falls into place because we have reconnected with our source of our life force energy, which is sexual energy. Fundamentally, it's the same thing. It's, you can call it whatever it is, but it's the same, right? So once we connect to that, then we're golden. And everything okay. else just falls into place. Now that's, I'm, I'm, I'm noodling with that. Um, so because we, when we connect with the source of our life force, mm -hmm. for some people that might not be their sexuality. But see, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sexual energy. Sexuality isn't the act of sex. Right. Sexual, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Sexuality is that connecting to that energy and being that energy and dancing with that energy and moving with that energy mm -hmm. without fear, without woundedness, without brokenness that's attached to it. Yeah. So it's that full claiming of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because when I, and, and I think that's important when I talk about sexuality, I'm not just, I'm not talking about having sex or right. just the act <clears throat> right. of sex mm -hmm. um, or, you know, rubbing the bits so that there's pleasure and orgasm. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, all of those are important parts of that dance, but that isn't what I'm, that's not the core of it. Right. That's the byproduct of being connected. When you're connected, you move that way. We want to move that way. It's part exactly. of exactly human that's the beautiful gift of being in this realm in this dimension and in this human form mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? and we, we could even call that that sexual energy the essential energy the life force energy exactly yeah yeah and how we choose to express that or manifest that in the world is up to us mm -hmm. but and we can't I, be afraid of it no because then you're not you're not claiming it you're not claiming it. You can't be afraid of it and trying to contain it and control it because of these other interferences that have right. happened. Right. Um, because then you're still, you haven't healed it. 
Exactly. However, you can, I, I, want, I want to play with this. I know that you can contain it in the sense of not repressing it, not trying to block it, but containing it in order to work with it, in order to use it in the service of some kind of creative expression. In other words, you don't have to take sexual energy into being sexual. I don't think that's what you're saying. Yeah, basically, when you when you when you're moving into your essence, your life force essence, that sexual mm -hmm. energy, right? That you know that sexual energy that exists. Mm -hmm. um, that there's different ways that you can dance and move with that. So mm -hmm. one of the ways is to have sex with it. <laughs> that's that's one of the ways. Exactly. Okay? Uh -huh. Right. Not the only way, mm. but one of the ways. Another way would be to sit in that sexual vibration and the juiciness of that mm -hmm. and allow that to wake up all of your senses and mo start moving in the world and seeing and smelling and tasting and being fully alive 110%. Right? <laughs> so that's another way in mm -hmm. which you can utilize that energy. Exactly. Another way in which that energy can be used is can be to heal to heal your body, to heal your emotions, to heal yourself, and to heal others. And you can do, utilize that energy to kind of help it, you know, morph it in the way that it's best serving and best utilizing it, right? Give, give us an example of that, of how okay. you have seen that. Okay, so for example, um, in we'll take Tantra <clears throat> because a lot of people are kind of familiar mm -hmm. with Tantra practices. So one of the tantric philosophies is that you can harness sexual energy to utilize that for other things, like the things that we're talking about, creativity, healing. So one of the things would be, say you built your sexual energy in your root chakra. Okay. So you've connected, you're building that energy. So you become like the little pump, right? Your genitals become little, <laughs> building up that energy, right? You're building that energy. And you can store that energy in your body, in your uh, belly chakra, for to take it out and use it for other things. So like say I was driving down the road and I was kind of tired. I could take a little bit of energy that I'd stored, sexual energy that was in my belly chakra, send it up to my brain and I would be really alert, right? Mm -hmm. Say I hurt my knee and um, I needed some infusion of healing life force energy. <sighs> I could build the sexual energy in my little genital pump Boop, boop, build it up and then um, I could send that energy to heal my knee mm -hmm. um, or I had a built up of energy stored in my belly chakra and I could take some energy out and put it on my knee to help it heal soon mm -hmm. whatever it needed to do to function Be properly. because sexuality or sexual energy is that essential life force without yes. it we would not be alive yes yeah. yes so uh, say I was needing to be creative, you know, because that is that creation energy, it's life force essence yeah. energy, right? So say I'm like, okay, I, I'm really, I have a project I want to create. Um, I could do the same thing. I could build it up in my little genital pump. <laughs> <laughs> and then send it to my heart chakra and my heart head chakra which is the balancing of kind of creation, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And bam, 
You know, I could also mm -hmm. open myself up my crown chakra with it to connect with yeah. the universal love and light energy to come join the sexual life force energy and create some more. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. there's all these ways in which you can navigate, move, dance and create. Yeah. But it's essence is about the creation of it. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I love that because it's so many people get, um, I want to say stuck, you know, so, some people, for some people, it's that blocking of the energy where they're not, they don't feel comfortable. They don't feel safe enough to explore it. Other people get stuck with keeping the sexual energy in the root chakra and never move beyond that. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that kind of upper level creativity doesn't happen because mm -hmm. they don't know how to work with that and bring that up into the third eye, into the crown, and into the, certainly, most importantly, into the heart. Well, and then, then you have the other, that you have a whole bunch of people that are moving the opposite way, which is they're afraid of the root chakra. Exactly. So they're all mm -hmm. stuck up here, and they're not grounded, and they're not connecting. Yes. So they're, they're kind of like... A they're floating. floating. They're <laughs> floating all over the place, yeah. but there's no tether as well as there's a disconnect from the humanness there's yeah. a there's a denial of why we are here in this human form in this human body and so mm -hmm. it is about the work that i do is about blending and connecting in it all the whole mm -hmm. thing let's heal whatever if you're, you're stuck <laughs> in the, if you're stuck in the genitals and you're not connected to the rest of you, let's connect mm -hmm. you to the rest of you. If you're yeah. connected to the rest of you, but you're afraid of your genitals, and every time I've said the word genitals, you freak <laughs> out a little bit, then let's heal that. <laughs> because it's all. I'm, yeah, yes, yes. And, and you know, the amazing thing though, to me about what you just said is that those people who are not connected, who kind of live from the top half of their body up, I don't see them as particularly spiritual or they're not opening up to what's creative and, and bringing through the, how can I say it? That kind of energy that really is transformational and that, that is connected to this world. Mm -hmm. I've always seen it that I don't want to go and sit on top of a mountain. To me, that's not where I'm going to experience the, who I am and, and the ability then to bring my gifts into the world. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're going to sit on a mountain, make sure it's a volcano. Because <laughs> <laughs> indeed, that's who we are. We are, a, we are the volcano. We are. Yeah. We're always erupting. We're always erupting. erupting. You know, we can, yep. and there's different ways we can erupt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing about, about being human. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so, yes, it's all about the, the embracing of it all, the connecting to it all and, and being, and feeling safe and comfortable in all of it and not denying or running away or avoiding any of it, mm -hmm. you know? So, and so, so tell me, what are some of the things that you've seen about why people either don't feel safe to embrace pleasure uh, or their own sexual life force and, or, or just simply don't embrace it. Um, well, there's, we're going to start with the obvious, which is trauma. There's a mm -hmm. lot of trauma. A lot of mm -hmm. people have experienced um, everything from 
violent sexual trauma to even subtle sexual interferences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and we live, especially in a North American culture, um, I won't speak to other cultures, other cultures have different layers and levels to it, but in North American culture in particular, there is this blanket sort of um, sex cells, but we aren't mm. allowed to be sexual. So because we have this really dysfunctional way of moving just alone with human sexuality, the nuts and bolts of human sexuality of pleasure Mm -hmm. and arousal and orgasm, that's so distorted and dysfunctional that it creates a lot of dysfunction around it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. culturally it's everywhere um everything from sexual abuse to date rape to why we have the me too the me too movement has been so profound it's like that we have so much levels of sexual dysfunction in our north american culture mm-hmm. and they're based from many different things there's religion there's other people's own abuse which is re, you know the cycles continue like there's so many different areas and levels to it but that really is the number one reason why people don't feel safe or comfortable to move heal to dance to step in to sit mm-hmm. in sexual energy and you're working with that quite a lot i think yes i this majority of of my private practice actually is is really i do a lot of work around healing and helping to people as i call it trauma recovery mm-hmm. um helping them to heal reclaim um release let go and and step into their right of what their body and what they deserve and how they deserve to move in the world with their essence and their life force energy mm-hmm. and to not be afraid of it and to reclaim it and connect with it yeah. instead of it being robbed, raped, taken, suppressed, mm-hmm. shamed, all these other things that happen, right? Yeah. For people. It's so that's, that, that energy is so strong, yeah. you know, and when we cut off something that is so big, uh, whether we've ever acknowledged it or not, it's such a big part of being human, yeah. being a human being, that the the ramifications of that are huge. And it plays out in, in our culture and our society and the dysfunction that's everywhere all the time. And because no one's, because so much of our culture is based in this oppression of it and this fear of it, um, that because of that, there's so much sickness. Yes. Sickness of the culture, sickness of our physical bodies. I mean, it, it happens on that microcosmic level yeah. all the way into our society. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so stepping in to your sexual power is terrifying and can be terrifying. I'm going to rephrase that statement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can be terrifying mm-hmm. if you don't have the right support systems and network around you and tribe around you that's also okay with it. Because when you start talking about embracing your sexuality, there's mm-hmm. a lot of shame that other people are carrying and and fear and judgment. And so whether they with intent or not, they ooze that back out at others when you're, so it's really important. Like that's one of the big things that I tell, I want to say is that when you start to do this reclaiming work, it's incredibly important that you find sexually safe environments and people 
that you can celebrate mm-hmm. this with. Mm-hmm. What, what would that look like? Okay, so that would look like, first of all, maybe a group of people that are comfortable talking about human sexuality. Start, start just the basics, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, you can say, hey, how was your day? Oh, it was good. Oh, I masturbated last night. Oh, that was awesome. I had a great <laughs> You want to start being able to have those normalizing conversations that sex, sexual activity, being sexually liberated and free and being able to talk about it. You might have a thought and want to ask a question that it's just normal conversations. Kind of yeah. like, you know, I, how was the weather? How did you have for dinner last night? What did you have for dinner for last night? Have you masturbated lately? Like that's that. <laughs> Different levels of comfort and, you know, acknowledgement. (laughs) Right? But it's important to start to create those at least little pockets of a couple of people in your life, at least with one person in your life, that human sexuality is like talking about the weather. It's like talking about what you had for dinner. It's like it's it normalizes it. it. It makes it, there's no shame, no worry, no fear, no any of that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. as you're starting to heal and you're starting to reclaim and embrace all of those thoughts and feelings and experiences that you've in- encountered and that other people are encountering and have encountered, well, are going to come up to the surface to say, no, don't do this. No, run away. Go the other way. No. Turn off the radio right now. Stop listening to Gaia. Right? Like that's, that's that those those survival instincts that have allowed you to survive up to this point, which has served you in the past, but may not be serving you now to be that person that you desire to be and that you deserve to be and your right to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to have safe at least some safe havens that you can explore that. Plus, it's also great if other people are starting that being on that journey and that you can be a safe haven for them. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Because I think that's really, really important is to be able to have those spaces. It is, it is. I mean, whether or not you choose, I mean, I think what's important to choose um, the level of both vulnerability and personalness and to do that appropriately because some people will start to like spread that all over and there's nothing that is kept sacred for them, you know, for them with their partner or them with, within their own uh, experience. Well, see, I challenge a little bit on that. One. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because. I thought you I, might. <laughs> yeah. Because I think having conversations does not take away the connection and the sacredness of that experience with whoever you're having that experience with. So, and, and, and I think there's a difference between engaging sexually with that energy and oozing that sexual energy out mm-hmm. versus sharing your insights and your experiences and your joy and your happiness with that sexual energy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see that and I can be with that. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I, I just know I was a teenager that didn't have bound, good sexual boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just I was curious and wanted to explore and, you know, and did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also, there were also ways where I, I crossed my own boundary, it, it, my own comfort level, where I was like pushing myself out into that 
because I was curious, because I wanted to explore, because in so many ways it felt good. And some ways where I also felt like I gave myself away. Mm-hmm. But that's, in, that's, not, that's beyond the conversation level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah, beyond the having a conversation, right? And exactly. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Safe containment spaces mm-hmm. where you can share your insights and share your conversations and yeah. share your celebration of like, oh, I explored this and I was this, mm-hmm. this insight and this is what I learned about myself and this is what it felt good and oh, maybe I felt a little uncomfortable there and, and, and having those conversations and those safe spaces to have those conversations. Right. It's kind of the starting part of reclaiming your moving with that energy and yeah. your sexuality. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to like, our energy of oozing, for lack of a better <laughs> way, describing it, where we are like basically pushing that energy into other people's space and other people's uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. That's that's a different. That's 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 usually coming from a place of there's a brokenness in that. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it's really like, I need you to be okay with this. So I'm okay with this. So here you go. Right. And that's mm. right. And, and it's about anything really, whether we're talking about sexual energy or anything, right? Exactly. It's about lovingly inviting people into a space with you. And if they want to join you, they can. And if they don't want to join you, then they mm-hmm. don't have to. Right. And I think that when it comes to sexual energy in particular, it's that same thing is that I lovingly invite you into this space if you want to join me in this space, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to impose that space on you because imposing that space on somebody else is the same equivalent of non-consent, which is as that same concept that we start, you know, we start getting into those areas of non-consent, which we have rape and abuse and trauma and all these kinds of things that end up happening. Right. So while you're awakening and you're starting to be like, woo, I'm all horny all the time, (laughs) which is beautiful and great. You want to be in honor of your own respecting your own boundaries, knowing what your boundaries are, respecting your boundaries, Mm -hmm. and then being respectful of other people's boundaries. And you can lovingly invite certain people into that space with you, but do not impose your space on anybody else. Great words of advice. And I I just, I know that the, 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 the people that are coming of age into their own sexuality right now, so need to understand that and hear that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that people who have experienced both sides of that, you know, mm-hmm. one side or the other, that mm-hmm. uh, it's, a coming, it's a coming to terms with, you know, where is the balance? Mm-hmm. And how do I claim myself without imposing who I am on someone else and thinking that that's the way it's supposed to be? So tell me a little bit about, because this is something you, you teach people um, how to have an orgasmic life. That's how I, I've heard you refer to it that way. What do you mean by that? Well, life is being alive is just one giant orgasm in the happening. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can be right. So, um, so when I say orgasmic, let's 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 qualify what that means, right? So when I say orgasmic or orgasm, that doesn't necessarily mean that your genitals had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Orgasm can be the, the, the smell of your coffee in the morning and you being, mm, 
and your nose is so, all of your senses are so engaged yeah. right now that it's an orgasmic experience. Your mm -hmm. nose is having an orgasmic experience. Mm -hmm. It didn't ejaculate <laughs> and your clitoris didn't show up to the party or it might have shown up to the party. It all depends, right? Um, but that it doesn't negate that that was an orgasmic experience. So pleasure has different layers to it. So there's, mm -hmm. there's the pleasure, the just pure sensory pleasure. Like that feels nice, right? That smells good. Wow, that's a beautiful visual. That, you know, that, that's an amazing song, right? So there's that first level of sensory pleasure that is what the beauty of being human is, right? Yeah. We have all these, our five senses, right? And then if you surrender to that pleasure and you give yourself permission to surrender into that pleasure, you take it up the next notch and that next lot notch goes into that orgasmic releasing phase mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where now the nerve endings, the senses, everything is like exploding with so much pleasure is built so much pleasure that you're like, ah, and your body has to release itself in mm -hmm. some capacity, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whether that's with laughter, whether that's with a sensation, whether that's with a pulse in the genital area, whether that's um, just a, a sound of pleasure and delight, like mm -hmm. there's a way in which our bodies now go, we've accepted this sensory pleasure. We're going to go deeper into that sensory pleasure and we're going to go into it more. And now we're going to have an orgasmic possibility. Now we're going to hit the volcano. Now we're hitting the <laughs> volcano has erupted. Right. Right. And so that can happen in many different ways, many different capacities. Sometimes it's appropriate. Sometimes it's not appropriate. Sometimes, you know, you might be in a safe space where you can have a, a, a full on allow your body to train and you've trained yourself to allow yourself to give yourself permission. Here's a great example. I'll give you an actual practical Perfect. example. So when I stand in lines, I do Kegels all the time. And Kegels are squeezing my, my PC muscles, and this is to help with, uh, you know, blood circulation, health, benefits, all sorts of wonderful, great things. But energetically, it also builds that sexual energy that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and it also brings me grounded in connection and awareness to my root chakra, which helps me keep anchored and grounded into this domain, okay? So when I'm standing in lines, I do my Kegels because it's you're you're supposed to do up to a hundred a day for mm -hmm. health benefits. Right. And I used to hate standing in lines. I was really <laughs> agitated and irritable when I stand in line, and now I'm not. I'm all like lily, and I'm squeezing and I'm tingling and I'm all happy. So <laughs> things are juicy and happy, and, and sometimes I might have a little mini, mini orgasm while I'm standing in line because because I can. Yeah. Why not? Right. <laughs> and I'm probably the only happy person in the line at the airport of customs because everybody's I'm very stressed <laughs> out about travel and I'm all like, la, 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 and I'm squeezing my vagina and having a good time. So I get through all of customs and I'm having a good time and I'm happy and I'm grounded and I'm present and I'm connected and all these things are the benefits of my doing my Kegels. And I get on the little um, escalator. The, 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 where the, walkway. the, the walkways, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm on the walkway and because I've been super aware and uh, with doing my Kegels, all of a sudden I feel this vibration that's happening in my feet underneath with the walkway. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
well, that kind of feels nice. <laughs> I'm like, what would happen if I let that vibration go into that vibration? Let's yeah. see what happens, right? And so I did. So the vibration moved from just from my feet, moved up to my whole body as I was on the walkway. And I had a little body orgasm while I was on the walkway because I allowed the vibration to go beyond that that feels nice to where can this go? Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything. I'm just standing there waiting for the walkway to finish till I get to the next walkway. And Why not have an orgasm? finish too soon. Exactly. Why, <laughs> why, why not have an orgasm in this moment? Right? So that's like, that's just an example of when you're so more allowing and aware of your or pleasure possibilities, sensory pleasure mm -hmm. possibilities, and you're more present in the moment, you can see more pleasure possibilities. And those pleasure possibilities in the everyday, the, the inane everyday can be orgasmic. And I probably on that airport ride journey of travel, I had many different types of pleasure, but they were all mm -hmm. orgasmic. Mm -hmm. And looking around me, ever often traveling, people are not happy campers while they're traveling. And I was very, very delightful, and and nothing stressed me out, and and my plane might have been delayed. I'm like, oh well, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. I'm like, la la la, because who knows where the next orgasmic pleasure possibility is yeah. going to happen. Well, it it takes it beyond too. I, um, the whole the whole idea of possibility, when we open to possibility in the world, period. A pleasure possibility. If we open to that, that that is a is a whole new pathway that opens the realm of possibility for us in every aspect of our life. Who are we going to meet next? What what work opportunity is going to come to us? What new idea or new project is is presence going to you know plant into our being so that we say, wait a minute, that's a fabulous idea. I'm going to run with that exactly. because your your centers, your, your possibility nerve endings mm -hmm. are operating in full force. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Gaia, this is amazing. We could uh, probably keep going for a couple of hours. Uh, <laughs> having those mini orgasms on the way. Right, exactly. <laughs> Tell us, if you will, just as we start to wrap up, a little bit about your, your book, Stop, Drop, and Wiggle. So Stop, Drop, and Wiggle was actually created from a place of this ideology of we choose happiness or we choose misery. Mm -hmm. And it actually happened for me, which I was, I always said, when I have X and when I do X, I will be happy. Mm, right? yes. And we all know that story. Yes, right? yes, we yes. all have that story. Mm -hmm. And so I actually was lucky enough to create my life so that I actually was sitting in the, I got the when I, right? Uh -huh. I was, you know, when I live in the jungle was my thing. I will be happy. Uh -huh. So I'm sitting in the jungle, living in the jungle, debt free, life is good. And all of a sudden, I'm, not, I, I'm like, I'm not happy. Oh, crap. I always said when, if, and how. And I'm living the when, if, and how. And I'm not happy. What, what, what the F? 
right? Mm -hmm. And so I really dug deep into that and started to really look at, well, why am I choosing not to be happy? Like there's, this is really, there's something deeper here, right? And so on that journey for my own self, uh, you know, I got this beautiful download from divine in the universe and said, well, you're not alone on this. So let's write a book, right? As you figure this shit out, so does everybody else need that information. Exactly. And so, um, while I was sitting in the jungle, um, of Costa Rica, actually, I got the download of there's these seven easy steps. And so you don't have to go to therapy and you don't have to go do all this work. It's actually really easy. You just do these seven steps. And if you choose to do these seven steps over and over and over again, and you understand it, you become the ninja of your life, the master of your domain, the master of your thoughts and your feelings and your expressions in the world. And that's where Stop, Drop and Wiggle was developed and created oh, from. So great. it's 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 a very beautiful book. Um, and I love, it's a really easy read. It's it's great. You put it in your bathroom. It's a great bathroom while you're having a poop <laughs> book, right? It's like you have a poop, you read chapter, you learn it, you integrate, next poop, you learn something new, right? So, so, so where do you, where can you find, where can our listeners find the book? You can get it on Amazon or you can get it on my website at secondliving.com. Well, that was my next question is how can people connect with you? So the best way to connect with me is through my website. It's Succulent Living. So you just go succulentliving.com. Um, you can book a 20-minute conversation with me. Um, is usually mm -hmm. the best way to see how can I support you and what's the best fit. Mm -hmm. um, and we can take it from there. Um, and you can book that right online. So that's the best way to kind of connect with me. You can follow me on social media as well. Like uh, on Facebook, you'd be, I'm under Gaia Morissette and I do Facebook lives all week long on different aspects of sexuality um, and different topics in different areas. So you can kind of find a way of being like, woo, that's a little too scary. I'm not ready to <laughs> hang out with Gaia on that level yet, but oh. But, but they can listen. But you can listen, right? Of all the different possibilities. Again, we come back to the possibilities, right? Right, right. Uh, Gaia, thank you so much. I look forward to hanging out with you more. Yes, um, me and you too. I, and I look forward to. I look forward to hearing about people's responses to this. And um, I'll also have your um, contact information in the show notes. So if you didn't didn't get that you'll be able to find it. Perfect. Beautiful. And thank you. And one thing I want to leave the audience with mm -hmm. is that pleasure is your friend and you deserve to make friends with it. Mm. And if no matter what you take away from our conversation today, that you take away that pleasure becomes your new best bosom buddy and learn how to move with pleasure just pleasure that sensory human pleasure start there yeah that's the doorway to so much yeah yeah thank you gaia for sharing that and for sharing yourself in such a magnificent way oh mm. thanks for having me mm -hmm. <laughs> and thank you for being with us today at wisdom talk radio Remember, you can join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination of your journey. Remember, you can also find us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, and more. Look for us on Facebook at Wisdom Talk Radio 
and let us know what you love. See you next time. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.